Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and, more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, hi. Welcome to today's episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. This one is a solo episode that I have been... equal parts excited to record for you and also quite honestly filled with trepidation about. Today I'm sharing the story, the strategies and the mindset of how I made $250,000 off four emails. I've called this episode part one of Q3 2020 because next week I'll be sharing part two which is all about how I had a $115,000 cash month. So noting the difference between sales there and cash, meaning actually money in the bank in that month. So the reason why I'm excited to record is because my mission and purpose is, as you know, to support women like you to lead soul-led lives through entrepreneurship. And a really big part of that is being able to, you know, create incredible money from your work. And so I really hope that by sharing this win and sharing the strategy, the marketing and the mindset behind it, it's going to act as inspiration and really allows you to recognize what's possible for you too. You know, whilst I recognize that I absolutely have privilege because of my whiteness, growing up in a working middle-class family, being well-educated and numerous other factors, I also started this business with nothing but my own vision from the desk of our one-bedroom apartment whilst working full-time in my corporate job. I have failed, stumbled, and made plenty of mistakes along the way. And three years into my business, I'm celebrating this win and that we're on track to becoming a million dollar business in the next two years. And so in short, I hope that you can listen to this episode and know that if I can do this, you can too. It's my aim that this feels incredibly expansive for you and also acts as really uh, tangible things that you can add into your business and in your strategy as well. And it's essentially going to give you a roadmap that's really going to help you. Now, the reason I feel trepidation, well, that's because I still, of course, have my own money stuff when it comes to talking about these wins. My money mindset is, I would say, really solid when it comes to charging, earning and receiving. But 
I do think quite a lot about how conversations like this will be perceived. My brain tells me that you might think that I'm ill-intentioned. You might think that my sole purpose is to earn a whole lot of money and not a lot else. You might think that I'm big-headed or that I sound narcissistic, but the truth is I know that's not really likely and that mostly that's just my inner critic keeping me really small. And that the truth is that by sharing these wins, it's providing a whole lot of value. So today my inner critic is getting sidelined so that I can chat about how I made $250,000 off for emails. And that figure, the $250,000, that is a rounded amount. I initially was saying $240,000. In fact, I think I shared this in a social media post. But then when I factored in payment plans, I have realized it's actually over $250,000. It's actually more likely over $260,000. But it honestly wasn't worth my time doing those very specific calculations. So I've rounded down to ensure that I'm not overestimating for the sake of accuracy and truth telling. Now to talk you through this process and how I got to this point, I've split it into three sections, strategy, mindset, and marketing, which you'll know if you've been here a while are the three pillars that make up the swift marketing method and the three pillars that I believe incredible businesses are built upon, right? So let's start with the behind the scenes business strategy for these emails and for this launch. Now, as many of you will know, right now, my business model is predominantly a mastermind focused business model. Mike Michalowicz, who I really love, he has a book called The Pumpkin Plan. And in it, he talks about creating your big pumpkin in business, which is essentially him saying that the best way to succeed in business is to streamline and really hone in on one thing that you do really well. And I really subscribe to this method this methodology of doing business. And I've seen from, you know, so many years of working with different businesses that this way of running your business really works. And so for me, that is the Swift Marketing Mastermind. And in addition to that, my offer that comes after that and is available only to a select group of women who have completed the Swift Marketing Mastermind, which is the Swift Inner Circle, right? So two programs, the Swift Marketing Mastermind, and then the Swift Inner Circle. Now, in addition to these two programs, I also offer a range of courses that serve to act as business foundations. As a side note on this, the next program that's going to be available is the Coach Code Round 2 that is being re-released with my dear friend and incredible business coach, Rach McDonald just next month in November, 2020. If you are not on the wait list already for that, make sure you jump on it. I'll be sharing the link in the show notes so that you can do so. This is our program where we teach you the exact strategies that we both used to build our businesses. We take you through the exact step-by-step process that you can use to build your own service-based business online and ultimately turn your purpose into profit. It is freaking amazing if I do say so myself and the only program where you will be coached by two incredible business coaches with as much experience as Rach and I. In fact, I would say between the two of us that we have likely at some point or another coached most of the coaches that you know and love online. 
Anyway, I digress back to the strategy behind the 250K. So I knew that I wanted to launch the next round of the Swift Marketing Mastermind and the Swift Inner Circle in September of this year. So September, 2020, I knew I wanted to start those programs in September so that the launches would take place prior to that uh, in July and in August. Now let's talk about the marketing. So that's the strategy, right? So those two programs, I knew that I wanted to launch them so that they were both starting in September. I've known this for some time, but I didn't yet know what the marketing was going to look like. So let's start with the marketing for the Swift Marketing Mastermind, which was the majority of the sales, I believe about $170,000 from memory. For the Swift Marketing Mastermind, my team and I planned to launch to the waitlist first, which is something we always do if we have a waitlist. We treat our waitlisters as our absolute VVIPs. They, if somebody is there and is showing interest from the get-go, then they are always first priority. And I really recommend um, you taking on that approach in your own business first. Then from there, our plan was to serve our community through a value-laden masterclass. We didn't know what the topic was at that point. And then open the cart to the mastermind for approximately two weeks. We had 27 spaces to sell in our 30-person mastermind. The additional three spaces I held as scholarships, which were prioritized for the most marginalized applicants, which is part of our give back strategy within Swift Ventures. So 27 spaces to sell, right? Now I had anticipated that a large portion of sales would happen from that wait list. And it's important to let you know why this is, because if you're listening to this and you have a product or a service, I don't want you to think that I performed some sort of wizardry with my audience and the wait list. I absolutely didn't. The reason I anticipated that it would sell from the wait list is because of the work I have put in over the last year and a half into this mastermind. Now, for context here, the Swift Marketing Mastermind was created because I myself couldn't find a mastermind like it. And from the 40 people that had already been through this program, I knew that it was really special. I've seen the results that have come from it. And it's because of the social proof that has come from those 40 people that I knew it would mean that we would have a lot of interest. So to back it up a little bit, the minute we closed the doors for the last round of the mastermind back in March, I really promoted the waitlist for September in a big way while it was really fresh in people's minds because I'd just gone through a public launch. So I really promoted the waitlist for September, right? And for anyone that's wanted one-to-one coaching with me over the last six months, I've directed them straight to the waitlist because I don't offer one-to-one coaching anymore. So I knew that the people on the wait list were really, really interested, which was why I knew I wanted to offer the program to them first, right? Which leads me to the emails. So the very first email I sent out to my mastermind waitlisters, I remember writing really easily. And this I sent out either end of July or start of August, And the reason that, you know, I I believe it, it 
was written really easily was because it was very much from my heart. It didn't follow a set formula, which as a marketer pains me to say, but rather I shared a few very simple things, three things specifically. These were my intention for creating the Swift Marketing Mastermind and how that had manifested so far. In other words, what it had looked like, how the program had been rolled out, the results I shared from my heart about how it was the cornerstone of my business and how much that program meant to me. The second thing was that I shared that the next round was now available for sign up and it was being offered to them first as my VIPs. I shared that along with a link to a PDF, not even a website sales page, simply a link to a PDF. And the third thing was that I believed it was going to sell out quickly based on past experience of the last round of the mastermind. So from a marketing perspective, here's why I believe this resonated. First of all, I shared my heart and I told a story. Storytelling is so incredibly powerful in marketing and especially in email we connect so deeply to that story, right? Or to any story that is shared. We connect to it. It's how we communicate as humans. We are wired to retain information that is told through story. So that's the first thing. Secondly, I created a very clear call to action in that the mastermind was now available and that they were the very first people to find out about it. And here's where you can sign up. Here's what you need to do next. And then the third thing is that I shared urgency in that I knew it was going to sell out quickly based on past experience. So I really set up that urgency. So from that one email, we sold 18 spaces within the Swift Marketing Mastermind. The next email I sent two weeks later, after which we sold seven more places. And then the final two places were sold in the third email. And when I look back over those other two emails, there was absolutely nothing fancy about them in terms of their content. They essentially followed a similar formula to the one that I've shared here. And really the emails are not what's important here. And this is my main point that I really, really want to get across because I would probably be thinking if I was you, well, what is in those emails? Like, give me the specifics. Why aren't you giving me your exact email formula? But this is my exact point, right? The mastermind didn't sell out because of the content that was in those emails. The mastermind sold out from three emails. So there's another email that I'm going to share about related to the Swift Inner Circle. The mastermind sold out from three emails because of the work that had been done prior to these emails. Sometimes I think that we can get so hung up on launch strategy that we actually forget about the substance of what we do. There is absolutely nothing more important than serving your people really, really well. Trust comes from consistency. And I believe that this launch is an example of what it means to play the long game by focusing on a couple of signature offers, launching them multiple times, and then witnessing how that absolutely pays off again and again. It's the most sustainable way to run a business. And it's exactly what I teach my clients to do. And so when I say the long game, I've only been running the mastermind for a year. 
It can be so tempting though to want the quick secret. However, most of us don't want to play the year game, right? We want the strategy that's going to work next month or tomorrow or next week. Yet when we can lean back, trust, replicate the same process and then let it play out, it's amazing what can happen when we're trying to hack our way to bigger results month after month, we're more likely to sacrifice those long-term outcomes. So my biggest message, and if you were to take away one thing from this episode, it is that if you serve your people really well, you are going to be able to watch how that pays off every single time. Now let's talk about the marketing behind the Swift Inner Circle, which is very much the same in terms of the strategy and the marketing, but it's just condensed. So like I mentioned at the top of this episode, the Swift Inner Circle is available only for those that have been through my Swift Marketing Mastermind. So it's something that I launch only through continuity sales. In other words, it's not launched or shared elsewhere. It's an opportunity for my masterminders to go from the mastermind into the Swift Inner Circle, which by the way, continuity sales is a really powerful sales strategy to have in your business because it's something that's incredibly sustainable and it's also incredibly cost efficient because you are essentially taking those people who you have served already and then selling them into the next step up without having to pay any additional costs in terms of your marketing or launch strategy or anything else. And because those people have already been served by you in a prior program, they are 80% more likely to buy. Okay. So the strategy for the Swift Inner Circle was twofold, right? It involved the retention of my current Swift Inner Circlers, of which I had five from the first round, and also space for five new ladies. Now, the first thing I did was I offered it to my existing Swift Inner Circlers to stay on, my VVIPs, if you will. And to my very, very grateful heart, within 24 hours, all of them had told me that they were continuing, which was of course, absolute music to my ears. And in terms of the business meant that we had a 100% retention rate for the Swift Inner Circle. Now, from there, I emailed my current Swift Marketing Mastermind ladies. And from that episode had five people reach out to say that they were in. Not only that, but at the time of this recording, we also have five additional ladies on the wait list for the next round. Now I only take 10 people right now into that program. And so we have five people on the wait list and I've advised them that it might not even be the case that they get into the next round because it's something that is incredibly high touch and therefore there are limited spaces available for that. Now, I made a mistake here with this launch that I just want to share. I actually did not anticipate the quick success of this. And I had planned to also email my first round of masterminders, my very first round of my Swift Marketing masterminders to invite them again into the Swift Inner Circle if they'd not decided to join that first round. That email didn't go out because of the time in which the Swift Inner Circle sold out. So if I had my time again, I would have emailed them at the same time so that everyone had the opportunity for this round of the Swift Inner Circle. And I just wanted to share that so that you know that when you're in a process like this, often you're making decisions quickly, not knowing what the outcome will be. 
Selling out fast is a really amazing problem to have, and it can also bring about its own challenges. So, you know, like I would say to my clients, it's obviously a really great problem to have, but it's also just really useful to consider multiple outcomes when it comes to your marketing and to have a plan based on those different outcomes. If I had planned more effectively and trusted that I would potentially sell this out from that one email, the outcome would have looked very different for me. Or or I would have rather, if I had known that that would be the outcome, the plan would have looked very different for me. So to wrap this in a bow and remove any open loops on what I've shared here, I did not launch as intended. We never went to public launch for the mastermind. It was all done behind the scenes through that waitlist. And in addition to that, it was only one email that was sent out to our Swift Inner Circlers. I believe from memory that I sent out a second email, which was to update and confirm with my Swift Inner Circlers, but the sales were all generated through that first email. It's also worth mentioning a few additional things that were going on during the time of this quote unquote behind the scenes launch. Now, at the time of those emails on the front end, I was launching this podcast and also my course shine on social without selling your soul. In other words, I was showing up a lot and would have been very visible to anyone that was considering Swift Marketing Mastermind. A behind-the-scenes launch never means that you can avoid visibility. It's essential when you're doing anything in online business. So I really just wanted to mention that so as not to mistake a behind-the-scenes launch for uh, you know something where I was not showing up on the front end at all. In fact, the podcast actually debuted at number eight in marketing, number five in new business, and number 15 in all business within Australia. And it charted in a bunch of other countries. In all honesty, I didn't actually check those stats until about day four. So I think that it may have charted higher. It's it's likely that it did, but I was really thrilled with these results. Nonetheless, once again, lots of visibility at the time. We had a really powerful podcast strategy uh, that meant that I I was really visible. The brand was really, really visible. The majority of people signed up immediately from those emails. So this is my next point. The majority of people signed up immediately from those emails, which once again, I believe is because of the long-term trust building piece. That said, I had seven sales conversations with people who were on the fence about the program, which I very happily did and believe is an essential part of the process when you are selling any high ticket item. I would always recommend allowing the opportunity for your people to have those sales conversations with you. It's super important because like not even from a business perspective, if you just put yourself in their shoes, if they're spending thousands and thousands of dollars, you're probably going to want to have a conversation about it, right? I know that I would. Next point. I also nurtured a couple of relationships and conversations where the people, those particular people had said to me that they really wanted to be included in this round of the mastermind. That said, I did not do any sort of personal outreach strategy like I normally would as it wasn't required. In fact, I actually had moments of being quite concerned that I wasn't nurturing people who were very warm leads because I was in such a big time in the business, having the podcast launched, Shine on Social Without Selling Your Soul, our course program launched, 
and launching the Swift Marketing Mastermind and the Swift Inner Circle behind the scenes, I did not actively reach out to very, very warm people, which I would have done had I had more time and had it been a necessity. But A, I didn't have the time and B, it was not, you know, the the problem was not getting people into the mastermind. That said, my relationships are really important to me. And had I had the time, I would have actually liked to have reached out personally to more people than I did. And I also know that that is an incredible strategy when you're selling any kind of high ticket item is to do that personal outreach. So my friend, that is the strategy and the marketing for those emails. Now let's finish up by talking about my mindset during this period, which is incredibly, incredibly important and a huge part of the process. I prioritize my mindset hard as you know. So let's start with my overall mindset around, you know, my relationship to this launch in terms of mindset. Now, during this period, I allowed myself to sit in deep certainty that the Swift Marketing Mastermind and the Swift Inner Circle would sell out. And I was also deeply detached from the outcome, right? So I had really deep certainty that it would sell out. And I was also deeply detached from the outcome. And that sentence really sums up my life. And the way that I approach business, I never have quote unquote expectations about what things will look like in business. I never put that pressure on my business. I instead have desired outcomes. So of course I desired for it to sell out. If it had not sold out, would that have meant anything about me? Would it have meant anything about my business? Would I have cried myself to sleep? No, I wouldn't because that is just ridiculous pressure that I don't need in my life and my business doesn't need, right? Now, that said, the biggest mindset challenge for me then became around sharing things like this mastermind will sell out quickly with such certainty. That felt really challenging to say because what if it doesn't happen, right? And when I checked in with myself around that, it was less about the worth piece and more about the fear of looking like I was going to be lying. I didn't want you, I didn't want my people to think that I was lying or that I was sharing that as a gimmicky sales marketing line when actually I only share things like that if I believe them to be a truth. But what I did in those moments is that I removed myself from the situation and instead always come back to the data. So, which in this case showed that every mastermind prior had sold out. So why wouldn't this one, right? I could also see that I had a couple of hundred people on the wait list who I knew were very warm. So my peeps were there. So those numbers were really supporting me. That data was really supporting me. And I also was able to separate myself from my business, which is very much a part of CEO mindset and something that I really recommend doing. I've said this before, but I'm going to be doing a whole episode on CEO mindset soon. Side note, it is amazing when you start a podcast, how many different episodes you realize you can create (laughs) when you have a business. And I feel like, I feel like if I had the time, I could release like a podcast today. Anyway, let's drill down. So that was my overarching mindset, my overarching relationship to the launch. Now to drill down into the daily mindset work. So practices that I were doing every single day, 
Now for me, mindset work looks different every day. I go through different phases. I talk a little bit more about this in my recent episode that I did on creating a mindful morning routine. So check that one out. I recorded that one last week. If you'd like to hear a little bit more about my morning mindset practice, but for me, for this launch, the easiest way to call in more people to the Swift Marketing Mastermind I found was to obviously serve, but also be deeply grateful for the masterminders that I currently had in my current round. So the round before the September round, my March round. So I anchored into that gratitude every single morning. I thought about their results, their work, them as humans, their intentions, and you know the work that they were going out and doing in the world. And in doing so, it made it so, so, so incredibly easy for me to be like, you need to be in this mastermind in my communication to my new peeps. And also as someone who very, very much believes in energy, it meant that I was so energetically aligned and expansive and in the energy of possibility that I am so sure that that energy became super magnetic for anyone who might've been on the fence at that time. Now, when I had days of wavering in my trust and in my mindset, which we all have in any kind of launch and I am no different, I anchored back into that gratitude as well as, and this is my final point, a deep trust that the right people would come into the mastermind because I had created a strategy, because I was showing up in my marketing and because I was so deeply anchored into daily mindset work. That trust is really hard to describe, but it's like a linchpin in terms of how I rationalize everything in my business and in my life. It quite literally underpins my reason for being. I believe that I'm being guided and that everything happens for a reason and therefore that everything is happening for me. And that belief really supports that detachment that I spoke about earlier. So that leads me to almost the end of this episode. Now, if I were to sum up how I made $250,000 off four emails, I would say this. I run my business in a way where I focus on the macro. I focus on the macro. I focus on daily mindset work, long-term strategy, sustainable business and marketing that meets my people where they're at. And I would really encourage you to stop looking for the short-term sales strategies that we see online all the time. You know, that this post got me X amount of clients and X amount of money because it will never ever be about the single post or the single email. It's about the relationships that have been formed and continue to evolve over time. Business is so much more than one launch or one piece of content. I hope that supports you. Now, Next week, I'll be back with part two, which is sharing how I made $115,000 cash in one month and what it looks like to generate that specifically. Now, this is only episode 11 of the podcast. And so at this point in time, your feedback means so much to me this week. If you would mind, if you wouldn't mind rather literally taking two minutes to leave a review, that would just be so incredible and so deeply appreciated. I've started making a point of leaving reviews on all of the podcasts that I love because now being a podcaster myself, I know just how valuable it is. So if you have two minutes spare in your day, please know that energetically, 
I will be receiving that review and also that it's coming back your way because I believe that it does. Actually, side note, fun fact, I wrote the most amazing testimonial the other day. Two minutes after I hit send on that testimonial, I received an equally as incredible testimonial back in my inbox. So I really, really do believe that epic reviews precede epic reviews, just the other way. You know what I mean? Thank you so, so much for being here. I am so grateful to have you as part of this community and listening to this podcast. Have an incredible week in your business and in your life. I will be back next week with part two.